And they kind of looked at me and they said the answer was, was alcohol. Tom Caulfield, James Whistle. This is the story of The Tempest 2. So ladies and gentlemen, The Tempest 2. Welcome back to The Tempest 2 podcast. Hello, hello. Welcome back, everyone. We are on episode 34 this week. Woo. And a slight delay on releasing this. Must apologise. But last week, it got a little busy, didn't it? Yeah, it got busy. Got out of hand. We got a lot of mileage on the road last week. We were like, uh, we're like David Brent up and down up and down the M40, <laughs> the M4 corridor. Yeah, regional salesmen, weren't we? Yeah. Stopping in. I don't know about you, but stopping in service stations for food and drink and toilet breaks. Yeah, I mean, that leads on to something that I've just thought of. Yep. The top 100 service stations Wow, were released this week. Interesting. Um, I know I've got my number one. I, don't, I haven't thought much I've got that. my number one. Yeah. I wonder if it's the same. I doubt it, because I'm not sure you'd ever go to this one. Right. But give me your best shot. What's your number one? My... Number one, and you what, have been there as well. I know what yours is going to be. It's Tebe or T-Bay okay. services in the Lake District. Yes. Do you know what my number one is? Is Gloucester, and they're run by the same company. Oh, are they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have heard great things about the Gloucester. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're just... Um, is it all the same? Superchargers, great cafe, it's, almost well, a destination the, in itself. The, the Gloucester one is like all the produces from... Gloucestershire. Gloucestershire. <laughs> so it's nice. like they have a sommelier who picks the wine. Yeah. They have like a world-class butcher, delis. You go in there and you're like, this is better than most restaurants. Yeah, exactly. And then you compare that to some of the other. The, the worst ones are the ones that have got the bridges across. Yeah. Aren't they? Yeah. They're like old hospitals, they yeah. feel like. Yeah, they're rogue, actually. Yeah, they're I, um, I grew up very near a service station. And a lot of the lads that I went to in a caravan. With, secondary school in a caravan? worked at the service station. A couple of them worked at KFC. So if we could make the trek up there, you're coming home with wicked zinger meal and a, uh, a case of the shits. I mean, <laughs> did you work at KFC? I did not work at KFC. <sighs> Linen worked at KFC. Really? Yeah. You must learn some secrets. Yeah, I think he didn't last very long. The, er- <laughs> the secret herbs and spices at yeah. KFC. But, what a place. I, what I don't understand with, and you see this at airports and service stations, um, is, and I'm, I don't know if this is just blokes or women as well, but you go into the gents, and there just seems to be a complete lack of morality around what you are willing to do in El Bano, in these places. Some of the scenes that you walk in on, <laughs> like, people are like plastered the walls with the stuff. Yeah, I know. And it's like, what are you, it's the classic thing at school, isn't it? It's like, Oh, can you take your feet off the chair? Would you do that at home? It's yeah. like that. If you shout out the wall, yeah, would you, you definitely do... wouldn't do it at yeah. home. Would you do that at home? Maybe. Some of these people might. Yeah, I, it's, it is mental, isn't it? It's the same with, I don't know, truck stops in the US. Mm. Just weird things happen there. I feel like <laughs> people think they're not real life. They are, you know, borderline real. But I don't know if people feel like they can just get away with doing something they would never do anywhere else in the world. It's like Primark. It's horrendous. It? Yeah, it's just like Primark. <laughs> it is. Yeah. People just seem to think that you can just chuck clothes on the floor because it's cheap. Yeah, exactly. That's a very good point. So come on, what was? did they agree with us? Is it the same? No, not at all. Neither Ooh. of them were on there. Highest rated motorway service is number one is rugby. 
Two is Killington Lake. Blah, blah. It's very boring, rugby. actually. Rugby. That's a load of horseshit. On the M1. That's a load of horseshit. Yeah, I'm not having that. Not having that. But anyway, uh, yeah, we were going up and down the motorway. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> me. Ten minutes later. Yeah, it's like, wow, it's a service station <laughs> podcast. wonder if there's it's one out there. We'll start one. Could be a niche. Uh, and we were giving three talks over three days, 100 people per day to... All of the managers at Waitrose. Yeah. Our favorite supermarket. It is now. Um, <laughs> and it was good, actually. And I think one thing that uh, struck me from those three talks was, because a lot of our talks recently have been in the US, is the difference in how these two groups of people, US clients or UK, UK clients, receive our humor. Yes. And we were speaking about it after. On the stage when we were delivering stuff in New York for iCapital, it felt, I remember coming off the stage on that first day, being like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, they hate us. <laughs> like, and I think what it comes down to is, because the feedback was still great, but they just don't get our humor. Yeah. I think it goes straight over their heads. Yeah, I think, to put it lightly, or for me, it was the... What didn't seem to land as well in the US was the self-deprecation. Yeah. And I think they expect us to take ourselves very seriously and talk about our achievements and all this sort of stuff, which we do, I guess, in a roundabout way. But we would we feel far more comfortable doing it from a place of sarcasm and satire and taking the piss out of each other, basically. Um, and I think in the UK, it's just they just get that so much more, don't they? Yeah. Uh, it's a very it's a very welcome change, but I remember that very well. The day one in New York, at lunchtime, we looked oh. at each other and we were like, "Oh no!" Yeah, we and we did. We had to we had to tweak some stuff and change something. By the end of it, we're like, "We're the greatest! Yeah, <laughs> it is us!" <laughs> Hoorah! <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we were up and down, up and down the motorway, which didn't really give us chance to um, to peel out the laptops. And, uh, and record a podcast. So apologies for the delay, but here we are. Here we you are. You look tired. Today. Oh, thank you. You look thank tired. You. I am tired. Talk, talk, talk us through. How old's Flory now? Six months. She is six months old. How's the mornings going? What What is your morning routine? Because we've spoken about our morning routines before. Yeah. What is your current morning routine, if there is one, in a roundabout way? Um. Yeah. I was going to say the obviously. She dictates the morning routine. Flory, that is, not my wife. <laughs> um, and we try and have a loose um, setup of, so two or three days of the week, I'll go to the gym early, like 6, 6.30. And then the other days, Elle will go to the gym. But rarely happens, to be fair. It all depends. Um, we've been getting up at about... Between five and seven recently. Yeah. But obviously it depends on... Uh, the, the plan is to get up at 6.30 every day. But if if the night is terrible, then it's uh, it's much later. And Flora's got a cold again. Right. So um, she's just up all night, really. She sounds like a warthog. She's <laughs> <just> like... <laughs> <laughs> she's <just> like, hello. <laughs> she doesn't really care, but yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know. It just, just gets on top of you a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. And then I you're imagine. like... You go to the gym because you're like, I've got to go. I've still got to go. And then you just sit there and you just float around. You lift a few puny weights. <laughs> you catch your little 
pale, tired, bedheaded state shit, in the mirror. Shit little yogurty rig. Yeah, and you just go, what am I doing here? And then you walk past cafe and you get a smoothie on the way yeah, yeah. And that's With extra really, protein in it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I've done a few bicep curls. Uh, What's your thoughts on spray tans? Um, never had one, for I a saw, start. I saw a guy in the gym last night. And there were two things that stood out to me. Firstly, his tan was wild. It was so good. Good, right, okay. Yeah, you know, like, great. Right, okay. Maybe it's just natural. Definitely can't have been, though. No. It's got a certain tone to it, doesn't it? And he also didn't have a single hair on his legs. Okay. So his hair, uh, his legs were tanned and shiny and muscular. It sounds like I'm there just with Bona, <laughs> just watching him like, ooh. So... Is that a condition then? He looked fantastic. If you've got no hair on your legs, I think that is kind of the legs, or he's a cyclist? no, no, no. He's getting rid of it. Oh wow! Definitely getting rid of it. What for? Probably for the spray tans. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. And I think, yeah, it looked great. Yeah, it's mental. I wonder. See, I would never, I would never cross my mind to get a spray tan, and it, and if I, and now I think about it, that probably does make sense. But I would before then, I probably would go and wear a t-shirt. <laughs> just do my t-shirt line <laughs> just just forearms yeah, neck. or shorts I would probably wear but yeah legs that's a good point you probably can't go in there with a hairy leg can you I had a spray tan before um, a stag do in Croatia and it was <laughs> it was quite the experience so it was a place in Mayfair in like the spa of one of these hotels I went in first one ever and she's like you know how dark do you want to go and I was like I, not, not very dark like, I'm pushing out here just want to look sun-kissed. Yeah. Because, you know, you're going to basically be in swimming shorts for a week on Yacht Week. <laughs> and she started, and so she's like, right, go and put these pants on. And there's, like, these little paper. It's basically a paper thong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she's like, okay, put that on. And then stood there, and I was like, like, you need to tell me what to do here. And she's like, okay. So she's like, got down on her knees. Weirdly, started with my ass. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Get that out of the way. Uh, and she's like, oh, it's not, it's not working. And I was like, what do you mean? And the, the machine had stopped working. Right. So she's like, I just need to call someone for help. I was like, right, okay. I'm stood there in a paper thong. Yeah. Anyway, five minutes later, after some of the most awkward small talk of my life, a uh, technician comes down who is a big burly skinhead bloke like it and i'm sat there (laughs) in a pair of fucking thong panties uh and he's looking at me just like you fucking weapon (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly. i'm like oh is it gonna be fixed in time like i leave tomorrow (laughs) like oh shall i just leave shall i go now she's like no it's all right you stay it's like oh fucking hell what have i done and how did it look fantastic did it oh yeah it looked great that's yeah no i've done i've done the other thing i've done some beds which is mental they're pretty bad aren't they um, but lovely, even glow, really nice experience in there. Select your music, get a couple of accelerators on there. But I was the same as in like I was a complete pussy. Yeah, I'd go in there for a couple of minutes, which I think is maybe pointless. Um, and then you got people frying themselves for ten. But you come out and like your skin feels tight. Yeah, it's just like, and it's like poor. That is not good. That's a day's worth of sun <laughs> yeah. in thirty <laughs> seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so in the re- in the depths I'm, of winter, I'm pushing the envelope here. But um, here we go. Talking about incredible complexion and tan. Yep. Have you watched the David Beckham Netflix series? I have, actually. Yeah, I have. I have. And he's knocking on 50, is he now? I think he's over 50, isn't is he? he? I don't know. Still around Fuck that. me. That guy. 
probably the, the hunkiest man in the world. He's done well. As a brand, it's built around being a hunk, isn't it? And just he's crushed it. A non-stop hunk. Absolutely crushed it. But you're just watching him. He's being interviewed. And I just sat there and I was like, you know, what is he wearing? But whatever he wears, <laughs> he just looks fantastic. Oh, yeah. And I, th- I feel like he, he's like obviously this style icon. And I, f- I feel like what I put as, what I define as being very stylish is, you know, like a lot of hipsters, they just wear f- fucking stupid stuff and they're like, oh, we're all, I'm really stylish. Yeah. But then you'd be like, you know, go and wear a suit. And they're like, no way, man. Like, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. You're not stylish. A stylish <laughs> person can pull off an incredible morning suit at a royal wedding. He can wear Adidas original joggers and blah, 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 football kit. He, he can wear any plethora of fashion or like occasion and look the best in the room across it. Yeah. That is fucking stylish. Yeah. I feel like he's he's learnt the hard way. He's had some absolute howls. Yeah, but that was nineties. Like that was normal by then. Yeah, but he's putting he's putting his time. He's failed. That purple suit at his wedding was criminal. Unbelievable. That Unbelievable. Is. And the the sarongs. I remember him going on Ali G and yeah. getting absolutely caned. Yeah. But yeah, he's done very well. He has. It's he's a very, very well. it's a very good documentary actually. I feel like um, the things that came across was that she is a bit of a legend, Victoria yeah. Beckham. Yeah. She came across really well. I think she holds a household together. Definitely. <laughs> uh, secondly, that Rebecca Lou stuff was clearly true. Yeah. And he was a dirty boy. Didn't dwell on it, did he? No, they kind of quickly raced over that bit, but he didn't deny it. Um, but the the house, mm. that country home, which is obviously right on, well, on the grounds of Soho Farmhouse, Fuck me, what a pad. Yeah, hell of a setup, isn't it? Oh my God. It's, it, it's the middle of nowhere though, isn't it? Yeah. But, I mean, you don't need to go anywhere if you've got that, do you? No. Footy pitch. Of course not. Well, it's the middle of nowhere. Pond. It's 100 yards from farmhouse. Yeah, but like, supermarkets a long way away. <laughs> yeah, they don't go to the supermarket. No, exactly. They don't go to the supermarket, do they? Doesn't want to bump into anyone. It's got security. Yeah. All that shit. Yeah, nice pad. Nice pad. I don't know if he's there. Probably in... Miami as much as he is Miami a lot you see, see is there f- if they're in the UK they're there quite a lot because obviously drive past it a lot and it, there's always a security guard outside when they're there yeah parked up yeah I mean it's a fantastic exercise in branding that documentary mm. not that he had a terrible brand anyway I think everyone liked him um, but it's, it's really put him in a good light isn't it definitely um, he really wants a knighthood though doesn't he Really, yeah, really push, yeah. Really pushing I mean, doesn't it. really deserve one, does he? No. Then again, who got a fucking knighthood? Who was it recently? Oh, um, <laughs> Andrew Strauss, the England captain oh, really? for cricket. Oh, did he? Got a fucking knighthood. What was that based off? A based World on Cup that, or based on that or one Ashes series. Right, yeah, it was a great yeah. Ashes series. It's like he, he's an average cricketer. It's mad what that's, in the history that does, books. isn't it? So that's what uh, Clive Woodward got as a knighthood for the World Cup, yeah. right? Yeah. Mental. Cliff. Clive Woodward was a helmet. Cliff Wooders. Was he the only person from the rugby and the cricket team? Yeah. Right, interesting. Yeah. So, but when you look at what like Ben Stokes has done since, yeah. it far surpasses that, but they're that's never I mean. going to give him one. Yeah, yeah. Because he's, he's a ginger brawler. Yeah, exactly. He banged a couple <laughs> yeah, of lads banged out, a couple of boys out in Bristol. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one, I remember he, literally saw someone say Sir Andrew Strauss, and I thought they were joking. <laughs> he's, he's got a knighthood. Yeah, bloody hell, he's beat the system. He's found a loophole. Yeah, he has. Win a World Cup somewhere. Strike when the iron is hot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe, what could we get a knighthood for? Poor. 
It's a good question. Services to <laughs> the game of golf. Yeah. Had a good brand of golf this morning. Yeah, that's what I said. Lovely. Really, yeah. really nice. Nice weather. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. We usually talk about weather. And just quickly, it's fucking 24 oh. degrees and it's October, everyone. If we've got any American listeners here, the UK is becoming a hot spot for late summer weather. <laughs> Stunning. Stunning Lovely. stuff. Lovely. Really enjoying it. Yeah. Um, I just want to speak about Beckham's kids quickly. Right, okay. So, you know, imagine growing up and your fucking dad is David Beckham. And they're obviously like making their own way through life and whatnot. I do feel slightly bad for old Brooklyn. Mm. The poor fucker. Yeah. Because <laughs> your dad's David Beckham, so you're never, ever, ever going to be as cool as him. Mm. And he's really trying He's been a photographer and a chef, and yeah. it's just like, oh, and he's just getting—he's just getting hammered. I know, bless him. Left, right, and centre. He's got thick skin. Must do because it is yeah. like a barrage of like people laughing at him because he's cooking with like thirty-eight buck avocado oil yeah, and stuff, yeah, and exactly. it's like, oh no! Did a little collab with Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, like, that must be. He must just be like, oh fuck. Then he also must be like, ah, oh, God, i got so much money. Like, oh, I'm over it. Oh, I don't no. see why. Just get off social media. Yeah, I know. Don't you? Yeah. Why do you need to do it? You You're don't. just opening yourself up. Surely just keep your head down and okay. just be Beckham's son. It's fucking... Just stare at your dad. Stare at him. <laughs> just appreciate him. Your sexy, sexy And the dad. other lad as well. We're not, not caning these lads here, but um, who's very good at football. He's professional, I think. Brentford or something like that. Oh, yeah. But again, he's like, you're never going to be as good as your old man. No offence. No, it must be hot. We'll you look at Callum Best. Callum Best is a good example. <laughs> what did he do? Fuck all. <laughs> That's the point. Just went do nightclub appearances oh, yeah. and Big Brother. Big Brother and all that kind of stuff. What about Wayne Lineker? That's slightly different. <laughs> Wayne, Lineker. <laughs> Wayne Lineker. He didn't even want to play Wayne Lineker him. is a successful entrepreneur. <laughs> Straight into Ocean Beach. Whoever founded Ocean Beach Club is a success in my eyes. Oh, God. What a fruit Dirty loop. Wayne. What a fruit loop. He was mates with Raoul Moat, wasn't he? Was he? Yeah. <laughs> course. Wayne Lineker was? Yeah. So was Gazza. Yeah, exactly. They're all in it together. <laughs> Raul Moat. Raul in this. T- anyway, <laughs> speaking about Raul Moat, um, Ben Fogel. <laughs> yeah, <it's> seamless. <laughs> A fellow adventurer. Yep. Ben Fogel. And I don't know too much about this. I saw, I caught 20 minutes of the episode last night, but he's doing, he's got a Channel 5 documentary. Ben's sliding down the hierarchy. He's on Channel 5 now, mm. which can't be good. <laughs> Yourself um, on digital. Channel Five, it was, uh, and him and a guy called Dwayne Fields are doing this race to the pole, which actually is, you know, I was watching it, it's pretty fucking legit to be fair. Uh, but they're basically like reenacting the race to the South Pole, um, which was it was basically back in nineteen, the early nineteen hundreds. There was three explorers uh, who were all going for it, uh, and they're kind of retracing their steps, trying to use old kit, so it's kind of um, a bit of a comparison, uh, and it's pretty decent actually. I would I would recommend checking it out. Yeah, but Fogel's done some legit stuff, you know. Yeah, I know. Over the course of his, he, really, he must be thirty years deep into an adventure career. He really has. Like so, Ocean Row tick. Yeah. Everest tick. Yeah. Couple of jungle expeditions tick. Has he been to the North Pole? I think he has. I think he has a couple of times, eh? With oh, with. Fucking Cracknell. wanky Cracknell, yeah. Bracknell. Bracknell. Um, and that now he's going to the South Pole. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's quite the uh, CV, lot. isn't it? He's done a lot. He's been a, been a general servant to the game mm. of adventure. And he's done a lot on TV as well. Like, tell you what he has done. He's fucking sold a lot of books, that guy. Yeah, he has. He's written a lot, hasn't he? Yeah, oh, he's written... Didn't I mean, he's he write one, one about Labrador. Land Rovers? Land Rovers, Labradors. Fucking... He's literally oh, the on. quintessential middle-class oh, British man. He's like, I'll write a book on yeah. that. It's like, if you ask AI to paint <laughs> a, a middle-class adventurer, that's him. Yeah, literally. Literally. But yeah, the Land Rover and Labrador combo... Must have been going through quite a phase. So, right, I've written one on the Land Rover. That went well. What do I put in the back of my Land Rover? Labrador. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Two black labs. The next one's going to be about Barber Coats or something. Good on. He's got a collab with Barber. Oh, is he? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. Good range, apparently. Good range. There you go. Right, fair play to him. So, linking from that, when we're talking of content and storytelling, I'm just going to jump that, in. I'm just going to jump in and say, notoriously, we've not been very good at seeing things through when it comes to content documentaries edits etc but we're making a change guys why is that before? we're changing up why is why have we notoriously been bad at it yeah um great question i think we i think we didn't realize at the time that you actually need to plan the content yes. ahead of when you do a big adventure and our hands were so full just trying not to die that content was always secondary and you could kind of always tell when you watched it back it would be grabbing it at the point of something happened it was reactive rather than proactive it felt like yes um and then we still have some great content that's on instagram and various different clips and we've never really given it a, a good go to put it all together into something have we i think we've always been a little bit naive in the sense that not not that people go and fake stuff, but, you know, like a Fogel, for example, who's obviously a, a seasoned kind of filmmaker and been on television and been around the block. They will know oh, for sure. the moments that they need to, like, ham up. Yeah. And it's like, right, this is going to be, a, this is a story. I'll make sure that I say this or yeah. we maybe have an argument over that. Yeah. And it's not, you know, it's not faking it. It's entertainment, isn't it? Yeah. And that is what we've always been shit at. Yeah is being like, right, we just need to tell the story exactly how it happened in chronological order, and we just sit there and say to camera, today this happened, or right now this is happening. Yeah. And it's just so boring. Yeah. And that was always our issue. We'd come away from these adventures, look at the content. 80% of it is unusable, because it's just like us swearing or just being fucking stupid or the yeah. audio is terrible. Yeah. And 20% was just all over the shop. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, we are in, you know, in the process of working with a... Really good videographer and editor to start piecing all these things together and really push it out on not a documentary format, which is key, but like yeah. a really short, sharp, engaging YouTube format. Yeah. Uh, and finally, giving you guys a glimpse behind the curtain. Yeah. And we're going to kick off with the row. The row. <laughs> Obviously, the row. The, the, the content that we've already got, the adventures we've already been on. And then we'll, um, we'll start going on some various little challenges and adventures to to keep it rolling but i think that's that's our format suits us much more doesn't it doing a youtube style than rather than doing you know serious documentary yeah. moody um artistic sort of setups it's not really our vibe and uh, we've tried it multiple mm. times and um nothing's come through so 
Probably because it hasn't felt natural. So here we are. So that'll be good. End of the month, the first one will be uh, will be dropping. No doubt we'll keep going on about it on here and you'll uh, you'll see it out and about. But yeah, that's exciting. Buzzing for that, to be honest. Yeah, and me. It's going to be good to get eight or nine views on that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got a few would you rathers? We have. A few questions? We have. I've, I've, I jumped into the... Um, the would you rather generator mm-hmm. and uh, I pulled some some ones out so I'll kick off okay <sighs> guys you can follow along at home <laughs> in, the, in the car <laughs> you, uh, let's just get your creative juices flowing right would you rather number one would you rather have the ability to communicate and understand all animals communicate with and understand all animals opening up opportunities for incredible wildlife adventures or would you rather gain mastery in every extreme sport, enabling you to conquer the most challenging, adrenaline-pumping activities? Um, mastery in every sport. Would you? Yeah, the reason why is, imagine the noise, if you could understand all animals. Well, yes, but I'm... I'm a dog, I'm a dog, I'm a dog. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Yeah, see, what I've done there is I'm, I'm expecting good dialogue, interesting conversation. So, like, with elephants being like... I am a wise elephant. Exactly. And how mental would that be? It would be mental. Um, on that, just as an extension, <laughs> what would be the most interesting animal to talk to? I, I couldn't tell you because I haven't spoken to any of them. No, but think about it. A um, shark. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean. I'm a shark. shark, shark. Sharks are uh, older than dinosaurs. Sharks are older than trees. Really? Wrap your fucking noggin around that one. That's mental. Sharks are older than trees. How do you know? No one knows. <laughs> no one knows. It's made up. Um, this is what, but what would be quite good, being able to speak to animals, it, is you would debunk a lot of these fucking assumptions that we seem to have, especially about dogs. So people are like, oh, it doesn't matter if you leave your dog for like five hours because dogs have no concept of time. So what do you send a fucking survey around to do? How do you, how do you know that? <laughs> yeah, that's a convenient, yeah. very <laughs> yeah, convenient yeah. quote, isn't it? Funny, that's coming from the guy who's been away for three weeks. Yeah. Um, okay, so you're going with the extreme sport. Yeah, do you want okay. me to do the next one? Yes. Would you rather spend a year living in a remote jungle with a tribe of indigenous people learning their ways and survival skills, or... Sail around the world on a small boat, exploring uncharted islands and documenting your discoveries. Um, I'm going to go with B, option B. Okay. But it is a close one, and I think... Are you not going to get killed, are you? There's a prerequisite that they're not going to fucking spear you. What, the indigenous people? Yeah. Yeah, that I'm does hoping happen so. happen a lot, doesn't it? Because the thing with... The, and we said this last time. These questions lead to more questions. <laughs> so it, I'm trying to take it on the surface, but am I allowed a companion as I'm sailing around the world? Because sailing solo around the world yeah. would actually be quite shit. It I would, think. yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, to your point, am I being chased by spear throwers? <laughs> assuming that is how they hunt. Um, or am I being, you know, body painted mm. and... <laughs> married up. Married up, yeah, exactly. Well, well put. Um, what about you? What would you choose? Oh, probably the latter as well. Yeah, good. Okay, number three. Right, here we go. We're rolling now, everyone. 
Um, would you rather stumble upon a hidden treasure map? Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> that could lead you on a dangerous expedition to find long-lost riches. Shit. And we're talking millions We're talking of Spanish pounds. gold yeah. here. Okay. Or would you rather discover a portal oh to a mythical God. realm no. filled with magical creatures? <laughs> it sounds like Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe. Yeah, fucking hell. It's in a wardrobe in an attic. Where you can have epic adventures but can never return to Mental. a world. Mental. Oh, sorry. <laughs> never return. <laughs> that bit on the end. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking a chance, but I'm going with B. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Treasure map. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, I didn't read that bit that you can never return. That's interesting. I saw a TikTok the other day of this guy who puts a uh, a long lat location in a bottle, throws it out to sea, puts it on his TikTok, and he's like, the location shown in this bottle, wherever it washes up in the world, uh, pinpoints uh, where I've buried $1,000. And I was like, that's quite a good idea like for TikTok. Uh, and then the next one he uploaded was uh, when I <laughs> uploaded the video, I accidentally gave away where it is and someone's come and dug it up. Because <laughs> no. he was like, it's in this creek to the right of this rock. And someone was obviously watching it being like, yeah, that's down the road. <laughs> he just went and got it. Oh, that's a shame. Okay, next one. Um, would, you re- would you rather become a renowned archaeologist? Oh, fun. Delving into ancient ruins and solving historical mysteries or... Be a fearless, fearless, you are a fearless deep sea explorer discovering hidden underwater worlds and encountering mysterious sea creatures. Uh, I'm going to go so with... So either a nerve of the brush or you're finding... I'm, I'm going to go with the nerve of the brush. <laughs> and, the di- and the reason is because at least in that one, mm. I'm renowned. Oh. Whereas on, this, on the latter, no one knows who you are apparently. If you're encountering mysterious sea creatures... I imagine if you are a renowned archaeologist, mm. that sort of shit really gets your blood pumping. Yeah. So, but yeah, you're right. You stood there with a the brush. You got your spectacles on, I imagine. Yeah. Right, number five. Um, have you, sorry, have you just got one for that? What would you rather? You'd rather do the deep sea darling, would you? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> why not? Right. Sure. I am last fearless. one, guys. You'll be glad to know. <laughs> this is the last would you rather. And then I've got a secret, a secret <laughs> oh. little, little segment on the way. Okay. Would you rather embark on a perilous journey to explore uncharted territories filled with unknown creatures and natural wonders, but you can't bring <laughs> any modern technology? Oh. So I so can't Instagram just, uh, it. You can't gram it. Pointless. Or... Have the chance to join a team of astronauts on a one-way mission to colonize a distant planet, again, knowing you'll never return. Wow, so it's certain death, but no tiara... No... T- oh, my God. No tiara. But people no, know who you no, are. No variety. <laughs> no variety. Okay. I read a book on that, actually. Um, <laughs> not... It was it was fiction. <laughs> so, um, how they publish that? Or would you rather embark on a perilous journey to... Untry- <sighs> Jesus Christ. Uh, pr- I mean... Well, actually, colonize a distant planet, so I can never return to Earth, but it, it depends on the planet. If it's Mars, I'm, I'm not in. Mars looks shit. <laughs> what looks decent? I don't know. We don't, <laughs> we don't know yet, hence why no one's on the way. So I'm going to go for A, just because, you know, yeah. uncharted territories. But the, the modern tech is annoying because then no one will know about it, so it's almost like you didn't do it. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. That's true. Okay. What's the secret? All right. So this secret is a kind of a bit of an extension. It's a very quick fire round. And unlike the rest of the pod that you've just listened to, guys, this next bit isn't scripted. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, no. This is just 10 quiz, pub quiz questions, adventure themed, quick fire. Okay. And we're going to see how much you know about adventure. 
Okay. Yeah. As a professional adventurer, yep. seven years in, yep. let's see what knowledge base you've built. <laughs> okay. Okay, number one. Do f- feel free to join along again, obviously. <laughs> Which mountain... Right, this first one's a cop-out. Which mountain is the tallest in the world and a popular destination for adventurers? Mount Everest. Correct. One out of one. Uh, can I just jump in there? Yep. <laughs> it, it, it's the highest. Is it the tallest? See, I thought that was Denali. Yeah, from yeah. base to summit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so, okay, we've got a caveat on question okay, one. I'll give them the layman's answer, but yeah, I no, presume that would be uh, it. Yeah, apparently that is right. Okay. Um, Okay, what is the largest desert in the world known for its vast sand dunes and extreme temperatures? Sahara. Well done. Two from two. Been there, so. To make this harder next week. Right. Oh, here we go. In Jules Verne's novel, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, what is the name of Captain Nemo's submarine? And this is a popular name for a submarine, I believe. It is a popular name for a submarine. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know how many submarines you know. If you need a clue... Have a think, and P- then you can ask for a clue. And Poseidon. Nope. Okay, clue. Uh, a very famous watch is named after it. Rolex. Nope, C-Dwell. not Rolex. Submariner. Not Rolex. <laughs> oh, right. The other one. Adamar Piquet. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to kick himself, everyone. Um, Omega. Nope. Um, is in the... It's a Patek. Oh, is it? Nautilus is called. Cool. Oh, a Nautilus. Yeah. Oh, of course. Fucking um, <laughs> <laughs> hell. Straight into the luxury watch yeah, zone. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> it's like, um, Uber Big Bang. <laughs> Big Bang. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, here we go. So that's two out of three. Okay. Which African river is famous for dangerous rapids and is a challenging destination for whitewater rafting enthusiasts? Um, the one that goes to the Congo. I believe so. Uh, That's not the name of the river. It's the river. It's the, it's the main river that you're thinking of in Africa. The Nile. <laughs> no, the other okay, one. Okay, the... Um, why can't I think of it? The... <laughs> fuck, what is it? It starts with a Z. The Zambezi. Yes. Shit. Okay. Easy Zambezi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, three out of five. Fuck. Okay, next question. What yeah. is the term for the sport of climbing frozen waterfalls? Ice climbing. Yep. Well done. Thank you. Uh, which national park in the United States is known for its challenging hiking trails, including <laughs> the Pacific Crest Trail and the John Muir Trail? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Is it... Uh, it's a national park? It is a national park. Oh, no. Is that in Oregon? Is that, is that on like, the West Coast, is it? It is on the West Coast. Don't overthink it. Joshua Tree? No. Shit! What is it? Yosemite. No! Yosemite National Park, everyone. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, the I Pacific know. Trail goes through yeah, Yosemite. I know. Who'd have oh, thunk it? Why didn't they say something about Clyde? Nah, <laughs> why didn't they mention El Capitan? Absolutely. Stitched me there. Okay. Um, what is the name of the underwater cave system in Mexico that is the world's most popular destination for cave diving? <sighs> this is tough. Is I'm it the name lie. of the caves or is the whole cave system? I'll give you either. It, the they're, question they're, is... They're called like... Um, oh. Underwater cave system is the name. Like as in... That's the question. The Maya... Ria Maya. So the... You're, yeah. I don't know. The Sac Atun. Sac Actun. Sac Atun. Cave system. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, you mean Sac Atun. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are they called though? Pop quiz. I've, I've forgotten. What? 
the what they're called those you know the look they they're like those holes in the ground perfect right. circles in Mexico oh yes uh, i don't know that you dive in they're called something like oh, fuck those. bubble holes bubble <laughs> careful <laughs> right um which famous british adventurer so this is some local adventure yeah. knowledge um wrote the book the worst journey in the world detailing his expedition to antarctica shackleton no, this is a curveball because I've never heard of this person. Oh, um, George, I don't know. No, Aspley Cherry Garrard. Mental, yeah, made up. That. Sorry about that one. Right, here we go. We've covered this one before, but let's see how good your memory is. In the world of adventure sports, what does base stand for in base Shh. jumping? Do you know what? I always forget this. <laughs> yeah, it's always quite hard. Always. It? It's buildings, aerials... Base, um, that's that is the word. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Buildings, base, ace, aerials. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's such an annoying one. What is it? Looking at it, I'm like, why does he know? It's so obvious. Uh, spans. <laughs> I mean, I could have sat here for a week and I wouldn't have got that. And E? Earth. Fuck off. So like cliffs and stuff. Was I right with the first two? Buildings. It's aerials or antenna. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we'll give you that. TV aerials. <laughs> Fuck's sake, yeah. Right. And the final question of this riveting... I don't want to play anymore. Quiz. <laughs> I don't want to play. What famous shipwreck is a popular diving site in the North Atlantic Ocean? Um, Again, don't overthink it. Titanic. Yes, well done. It's not, yes. it's not popular anymore, is it? <laughs> no, not anymore. And can you? He says diving site. Yeah. Can you dive you down? You ain't there? getting down there on a paddy, are you? No. <laughs> yeah, your lungs are imploding. <laughs> Implode. Um, uh, chinotes. Pardon me. <laughs> is, that's it's what those things are called. Oh goodness me! I never would have got that. I think that's that how sounds you like a Mexican it. snack. Yeah, <laughs> it is now. Um, Chinote. Chinotes. Yeah. One thing I've never really done is uh, scuba diving. Mm. I think it's all right. Yeah? Yeah. Maybe, maybe it could be one we do in a YouTube series. Scuba diving. As in like one, content. one of the one of the things. Where where would be good? I feel like I feel like doing like spending a couple of days with a world class free diver would be better. Yes, but what am I gonna do? What do you mean? What are we gonna do? We'll just learn to hold up, like, to be able to just go down for a minute. Not go deep, but to be underwater. Right. It's like, what, in Soho Farmhouse Pool? <laughs> so here we are at Farmhouse, and then a lunch at Penyon. It's like 66 seconds. <laughs> yes. Bam! Woo! Uh, I remember, like, six years ago, we were looking at scuba diving between the tectonic plates in Iceland. Mm. Did that look cool? I think it did look quite cool. Yeah, I mean, you're just underwater, just, just floating around. <laughs> yeah, right, don't ruin the magic for people. <laughs> when we're running a big campaign for yeah. that adventure, <laughs> we'll have to edit this soundbite out. You know, it's not very extreme, is it, Scooby? That is in, like, you just float around. Yeah, yeah. The course. content's garbage, unless yeah. something attacks you. Yeah, well, which you, no you one see wants. some very rare yeah. species, which is rare in itself. Yeah, hence obviously. them being rare. <laughs> hence the name. Oh, my God, I found a never-seen-before octopusy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Oh, God. Lost the plot here. Lost the plot. We must be around 40 minutes. <laughs> well done. Wrap it up. 39. That's good from you, that is. Yeah. Uh, but, no, guys, it's been a, a true <laughs> pleasure today. Uh, we brought some new segments at you, <laughs> and we'll look forward to being back next week. Uh, so thanks for listening. Let we'll, us know if you want us to stop this. <laughs> just send us a message just being like, do you know what? You guys don't need to keep doing this. Um, that's fine. Also, can, can I just ask a very special request for someone? <laughs> no one's from someone. That's what I mean. There's no one If here. anyone is listening right now, We're if anyone's meant this far, can you please just message us yeah. and just say, hi guys, I, I got listen. to 39 minutes yeah. and 16 seconds. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Thank you. Um, if not, we'll just continue to carry on <laughs> next week as normal. Thanks again. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Bye.